It's the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast with Tom Jacobs and Michelle McCormick. So if you live in, I don't even want to say West Michigan, in Michigan, people know your name. Well, I hope so. (laughs) You've spent a lot of your time letting people see who you are. I've sure spent a lot of money. Well, (laughs) Letting people hear my voice. Hear your voice being billboards and TV. And the thing is, they kind of know who you are, but they don't know who you are. And I have said this every time we talk, I say this. I came in salty when I met you. I was salty and I wanted to think that I knew who you were. And I liked who you were. And I, again, I would trust you. You're just one of those people. And I feel like people don't necessarily know you. So today, Tom, (laughs) it's going to be like you're in therapy today. (laughs) I want to know where you're from, what makes you tick, what you, you, you say you had the greatest uh, family life. You had the greatest parents and they must have instilled in you this wanting to help attitude that you have. I think so. I think so. I mean, I think your parents are a big foundation of everybody, and yeah. certainly that's the case with me. So you, it's you and your brother, right? Just and the two of us. Where were you born? Where are you from? I was born in Boston. Lived there till I was two. My dad was in sales. He got transferred. We lived outside of Columbus, Ohio, in a town called Westerville, Ohio, until uh, what? Do you know where that is? Yes, I didn't know you were Ohio. Well, till I was, uh, we moved. Between fourth and fifth grade, so. Thank God, I can be nice to you now. I thought if you lived in Ohio more than 20 years, we're done. My dad was a Buckeye his entire life. Was um, he really? Big time, so Mm. it's interesting, because I'm a Michigan State guy. My brother graduated from U of M. My dad's an Ohio State guy, so we had some very lively conversations growing up during football season, for sure. Wait a minute, you had a two, you had a, there's no, there's a rival. Some people think that the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry isn't as big as the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, but you had all three of them in the same house. How did that work out well i can tell you the ohio state michigan rivalry is the rivalry that's it there is no question about it and and then second might be michigan michigan state Mm -hmm. so um but anyway such fun growing up and being college football fans what made you want to go to michigan or want to be a michigan state person i'm not a michigan state alumni i went to ferris Uh, i'm a ferris guy but all of my buddies from high school went to michigan state so when there was a big football game we would drive from big rapids to east lansing to go watch the game and became a Sparty uh, by default. So um, I'm a Ferris grad, but I'm a Michigan State sports fan. I went to Ferris because they were the only school that accepted me. And that is a true story. I applied everywhere. I was not a great student in high school. Ferris said, we'll take you. And thank goodness. Tom, I thought with my B average and getting in trouble in high school, I could roll into U of M. I applied at University of Michigan thinking they'll want me. Oh my God. Same thing. I got probably 10 denial letters, but Central Michigan, CMU <laughs> took me. Yes. And by the way, my first my first semester up there, I got put on academic probation. <laughs> I would go from academic probation to the dean's list, academic probation to the de- back at like a seesaw. So did you ever have to go before a board and get your status back? I never had to do that. <laughs> I was put on academic probation. I had to go to Warner Hall and I had to go up 10 people. I was in the middle of the floor, 10 people, and I had to talk my way back into Central Michigan. They were going to send me home. I didn't tell my parents I was on probation. I had to go in there 
and do get the tap shoes out and song and dance. And by the end of it, well, if anybody could talk their way in, it's Michelle McCormick. So. Not only that, I had a babysitting job out of it. The guy, like, I mean, his, I went and did some odd jobs. They were like, "You're the best thing. Why we need you at CMU?" <laughs> I didn't care about class. I was just up there to socialize. You know, it was yeah, fun. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. By the way, from Central, we made a lot of trips to Ferris. I feel like. Well, and we made a lot of trips to Central. Yeah. You know, there's there's a casino there in Mount Pleasant yeah. that we wanted to frequent once in a while. It was so. a pole barn when I went there. It was yeah. a tiny little... I remember when it was a tent. Yes. It started as a tent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So you go to Ferris. Your brother went to U of M. Yeah. Okay. I'm, okay. We're going to unpack that for a minute. Well. Because I'm the youngest and my sister, my oldest sister was a teacher. My second brother is an executive of a big company in Detroit, like rolled. I mean, rolled. Uh, the third is she was in food sales and then there's me and Vinny. And we're, I don't want to say the disappointments. We're the colorful ones. That's right. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's competent. When you have a brother at U of M and you only, I don't want to say only got into Ferris by your words, you didn't get accepted anywhere else. How did that? My brother and I are polar opposites. My dad always said, um, I've got two sons. One wants to own the world. The other wants to save it. Um, I'm very conservative. My brother is uh, very liberal. Um, you know, he's tall, dark, and handsome. I'm short and fat. I mean, we're just opposites in a lot of ways, but uh, but he's, he's such a great guy, and uh, we balance each other out. That's the same. That's great. And it is an interesting household. Again, with five of us, my nickname as a kid was Tubby. I mean, it was, when I was the chunky kid, but I was the funny one and the talkative yeah. One. I'm the same thing. I wanted to, you know, own the world. I wanted to dominate the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that is interesting. And so at what, um, who's older? You're, I'm older. Well, you're older. We're only 19 months apart, so darn near the same age. Were you both into the same things growing up? I feel like I know. These. You know, we were both we were both into sports and, mm-hmm. and played sports, different sports. I was a hockey player. My brother played basketball. A lot of the same friends because we were one grade apart. Yeah. You know, we were into a lot of the same things. So when you say hockey, you're a kid. What brings you to hockey? I mean, obviously we're in a winter climate, but what's the first? What do you mean? Why did you ice skate as a kid? Did you guys build ice ponds? You know. Uh, when we moved from Ohio to Michigan, you know, just, just as a fourth grader, fifth grader, just trying to figure out what to do, um, mm-hmm. we had a skating rink close to our house, Cascade Ice Arena, which oh. is really close to where we live. So we'd go to open skate and just have fun socializing. And then, you know, the next natural progression was play hockey. I enjoyed the competitiveness of hockey, the toughness. Um, you know, I was a little bit of a scrapper uh, back in the day, no. uh, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was just a lot of fun. And all my blessed buddies were hockey players, so that was just kind of our pack. So hockey. And then did you, what did you guys do for fun as kids? Because you grew up in Cascade. Yeah, went through through Forest Hills. Okay. Um, That's before it was all built up. I mean, because oh, you, yeah. you were out in the, and Forest Hills seemed far away when I, you know, from Grand Rapids. It was out That's right. somewhere. Well, I remember um, when we moved here, we, you know, if you got off at 96 and 28th Street, mm-hmm. there was nothing. I mean, literally nothing. Mm-hmm. There was a Meekoff hardware store. I mean, that was it. And you look there now, holy cow. Oh, I, I mean, know. You, you can't even recognize it. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was back in the in the mid 80s and when I graduated. So yeah, a long time ago. So you guys, oh, mid 80s, I was 82. Darn it. I graduated in 86. So You did? Mm-hmm. You're a child. Yeah, no. just, just a pup. It is fun. Um, the 80, it was a fun time to be in school because it was before, and that's the other thing too. We've talked, I've talked to you about, you know, you do a lot of advertising and we talk about um, people are holding their cell phones in their hand and social networking. So I am actually grateful of two things. I'm grateful. Computers were brand new. We had one computer in our high school, one. And it was uh, an IBM thing that fledged was a big, huge thing. Like, hell, hello, Michelle. 
I mean, yeah, it was right. like, and you, did you have computers when you were? No computers all growing up. My first computer, I think maybe was my junior or senior year at Ferris. Um, Isn't that funny? When I first put my hands on a computer. And, you know, there's so much power in these little phones in our hands right now. Yeah. Uh, Ten times what those big computers were back in the day. Technology is amazing. What did I hear? Your cell phone is a million times stronger than the computer they used to get the rocket to the moon. It's that just, floors me. You want to know what floors me? This AI stuff. And I'm, I'm on a on a call this morning about how it's going to change our industry and what's going on and the technology. Michelle, it is freaky. I mean, it is freaky, but I'm telling you, we got to get ahead of that because that's going to change the world. Well, just like the computer did. Well, we're talking about our childhood. My parents did not the brightest thing. We had a phone line because we had five kids. They did a second phone line and it was called a teen line. So in the phone book, it says teen line. Well, every <laughs> mouth breather, you know, says, hello teen. It was very weird. But the teen line. So, um, and that was the most dangerous dangerous thing. Now, I did a story the other day about um, this guy picks up the phone, our mother picks up the phone. It's her child on the phone saying, Mom, I need you. I've been, um, I'm being held captured. It was her child's voice. Oh her gosh. child sobbed and sobbed. And you need to wire money right now. And the mom, the oh. only reason she didn't wire the money is because her daughter came walking in the back door. Wow. The, the voice was her daughter's perfectly. It's this yeah. AI stuff. And it is, it's we freaky. just didn't have that fear. It we didn't is, have that as a kid. It is freaky. Today, I, I got a false invoice. Um, from one of our advertisers and it just looked kind of weird. Hey, Tom, we're changing our bank routing number and stuff. Please send payment to this number. And I'm like, boy, that seems odd. So I forwarded it back to the person I thought it was from. And he's like, whoa, that's not us. And I, I mean, I mean, his signature block, his, I mean, everything was identical. Mm. And uh, that was today. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy, man. It is. And I was going to say when we were kids, we didn't have to, the pressure of social networking, the pressure of getting on and being seen and look at what I'm doing and la la la. And here's a selfie. And that. we that's didn't right. have that. And my son is a little older. Facebook was just coming out when he kind of was going through. And I, I feel it's it's a tough world right now to be. We just didn't have that. We you ran up. We went outside. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember, you know, getting home from school. The deal was, hey, you come in when the street when the street lights come yep, on. We maybe. played cops and robbers till the street lights cops came on. Cops and robbers, yep. kickball, kickball, whatever. Um, yep. Capture the flag. You know, and, <laughs> you know, the technology is fantastic, but. For kids, I'm not so sure. No, because when we were kids, we didn't have it. We had three channels on TV, and that was it. There was nothing, and, you know, I mean, you really didn't, did not, yeah. It's a different the world worry. today. Um, I'm at my parents the other day, and the landline, I would like to get rid of his landline. Only bad things happen on landlines now. Scammers. Telemarketers, yeah. So the landline rings. My dad's upstairs. He answers it. I pick it up downstairs. Hello? And this guy goes, Grandpa? And my dad goes, yeah. And they start talking, and I'm on the other end going who is this and he goes who's this the guy and I said no who are you he goes oh are you the daughter and my mom in her brain injury comes running down and says he calls every day my mom ratted my dad out so I go running upstairs and I go hang up that phone and the guy start the, so I grab the phone out of my dad's hand well my dad talks to this guy every day and he tries to talk my dad out of money and he goes oh it's just harmless I go no it's not he's probably stealing your info as you're talking I call the number back it's some prison in Pennsylvania some prison and the warden and I talked to the warden and I said, 
if you ever, if any of call my parents' phone again, and she goes, we can't control that because they have cell phones. My dad talks to a prisoner every day on the oh phone. My gosh. Are you that? De- you have uh, eight grandkids and five kids. Are you that desperate that you have to talk to some? Well, he just wants my advice. I go, no, he doesn't. You're not going to be happy till your bank account is empty. Just scary. It's just absolutely it is scary. scary. It's just a different world today. People are trying to get your money from you. And speaking of money, if you want to keep it safe, (laughs) (laughs) Jacobs Financial, JacobsFS.com. That will keep your money safe. Amen. No prisoner will call and get that out of you. (laughs) Yeah. So when you went to college, how long after that before you got married and did all that whole part of your life or were? So I got married right out of college um, within 12 months of graduating. Um, that lasted for about three years. Um, I married my high school or my college girlfriend um, just because I thought that was the thing to do. And we realized, was. Yeah. we just realized real quickly that, you know, we're just totally different people. And, you know, we were great boyfriend, girlfriend, but husband, wife, no good. So fortunately, you know, no kids. Very no, interesting. No harm, no foul. Um, Thank goodness it only took three years to figure that out. Well, exactly right. And, you know, there was no, nothing to divide because we didn't have anything. Yeah. Just, just graduating from school. So, um, but yeah, I got married right away. Did you have a big wedding? Do that whole thing? Cause the first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, it was, the whole deal. Cause that's what you do. That's funny that you say some people are just better boyfriend and girlfriend than they are husband and wife. Cause it gets real when you're moving in with somebody and you buy, you start buying stuff together. Well, you know, it's real life. College was fun and parties and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Real life is, you know, work. And, and we just realized we were different people. I mean, my, my wife wanted me to come home and sit on the couch and hold hands and watch TV. And I'm like, Hey honey, I got to go, go, go. I mean, I got this. I'm starting this business. I'm doing this. And she does not know you. (laughs) She (laughs) didn't. Um, So the real world, you know, hit and boom, that, that ended and away we go. So then you between, so how long before you met your now wife then? Um, Maybe two years, maybe a little two year gap there. And then got remarried and had two of the greatest kids on the planet. Here we are. How long have you been married? I've been married to Shelly, my current wife, for let's just say seven years. Okay. I think that's pretty close. Okay. Really? Really. Okay. Because when I I talked to her and I um, said, hey, you know, your husband's pretty, pretty smart. And she looks at me, she goes, I know. <laughs> I like I'm her. surprised you got that response. <laughs> I like her. I like her. She's kind of a, here's what I, in, in, I, I'm not the greatest character judge, but I feel like I can get somebody's vibe. What I like about her is she's very no nonsense. Very is that much. an accurate, in, a, in every good way? Yeah, yeah, that's that's very Nothing good. Nothing fake about, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, Shelly's the real deal. I yeah. mean, what you see is what you get. But it's so interesting, Shelly and I are very, very different, too. You know, I'm much more of a gunslinger, take some risk. She mm-hmm. is very, 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 very conservative. And, you know, interesting, I, I do these dinner seminars at Ruth Chris. Right now, our cost is about 100 bucks a plate. So, I mean, this is expensive game that I play. By the and, way, Jacob's FS. If you want to find out when the next one is and come to it. Okay. Yeah. Come to our dinner seminars. They're, they're, they're awesome. But I can remember vividly, um, several years ago, I'm up presenting, doing my thing and Shelly was there and she's in the back and I can tell that she's upset and I'm really starting to hone in on her and she's crying and I'm like, Oh my gosh, well, did I say something? That's going, well, here's what happened. She's in the back counting all the heads realizing, Oh my gosh, Tom's going to spend about $5,000 tonight oh. buying these people dinner. And there's no guarantee that we're going to get any appointments, mm-hmm. any business. And for me, that's just 
the price of admission. I mean, that's you got to pay to play, and that's part of the game. And for her, it's like, oh my gosh, we're taking a five thousand dollar flyer here, hoping that you can sell somebody something. And again, that just shows we're just wired so differently. She's yeah, just so conservative. You're a risk taker. I'm a little bit more of a and risk-taker. you know, no risk and reward. A lot of people say, but I that is your case. Yeah. Like you really have to put yourself out there. I mean, you're if, if again, if you're in Michigan, you know this face. You know Tom Jacobs. You speak from the heart, and I've heard the speech now four times, and I tear up every time because it's the truth and it's an honest story, and you can't not trust you because that t- story is true. You didn't make it up; it's true. That's exactly right. Um, yeah. You know, and really, you know, the seminars is largely just my parents' story, which, to your point, it's a true story. My parents got destroyed; they their their retirement was totally wiped out because of really crummy, crappy advice that they got. And the deal is that same crummy, crappy advice is what people are hearing today. And it's just not true. So yeah, we tell the truth. We tell my parents' story. It's a real story. Lots of people, um, it resonates and they decide to visit with us and we can make a difference in their life. You know, we do some elaborate events and all kinds of stuff for our clients, just loving on them all day long. And you always get that one person the day before says, Tom, you know, it was really fun, but I was, I was really disappointed. I had to pay for my parking. I'm like, are you kidding me? I just bought you the best dinner of your life. Appetizers, dessert, cocktails, and you had to pay six bucks to park. But every time, doesn't matter what you do. Someone's got something to say. Well, thank, this is fun. Thanks for telling us a little bit, peek into your yeah, Tom's a little life under today. the hood there, yeah, a little bit there. If you want to take part in any of these seminars, do check out uh, JacobsFS.com. And I am here to tell you, don't believe him. You don't have to believe him, although his story is true. You don't have to believe me, but you should believe me because I've been doing radio for a long time. No, I am here to tell you that you can trust uh, Tom Jacobs and uh, find out about us. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Jacobs Financial Services offers insurance and annuity products. All guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. We do not provide investment, tax, or legal advice and are not affiliated with any government agency.